Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. Well, it's an interesting result from the weekend. Is it not Barbenheimer? Did you hear that one yet? Barbenheimer. That's the mashup of the Barbie movie. Didn't see it. Not sure I will while it's in theaters. And then Oppenheimer did see it. And it ended up being the third, I think it was the third biggest box office weekend in movie history. Because it was uh, Barbie came in at 155 million, Oppenheimer uh, way outperformed estimates came in at 80 million, Sound of Freedom, which we've talked about before, uh, just cumulatively hit 125 million dollars. It did 20 million over the weekend, so the box office over the weekend for the whole thing was like 300 million dollars. It's like the the third or fourth biggest in movie history. Uh, but Sound of Freedom, the little engine that could. I think the production budget on that, then they did some advertising and stuff. But, you know, $15, 20000000 million, and it just hit $125 million. Uh, surpassing over the weekend, I think it did better than Mission Impossible. I think it did. It definitely did better than Indiana Jones, which is going to end up being one of the biggest train wrecks in movie history. And Disney deserves it. They're, uh, all their stuff, Ariel, their reimagining of Ariel, that's a train wreck. They're doing, uh, uh, was it Snow White? And I saw an interview with the, I think, a Latino girl that plays Snow White because they're all trying to, you know, go a DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And instead of it being, you know, the romance story of Snow White and Prince Charming, blah, 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 blah. Oh, no, this is about Snow White. She's going she's gonna to step up to the leadership role that her father called her to. And it's just like, you know, I'm a woman. Hear me roar. I am woke. Hear me roar. Whatever. Disney just continues to just shoot itself in the foot just uh, amazing to watch them just continue that like hello guys you didn't figure this out up uh, out yet i mean it's really remarkable uh a couple other things i wanted to talk about if we have time and then we'll talk to our good friend david fisher at the end of the show i will be uh, out of town again tomorrow and wednesday going up to our nation's capital with my uh, father-in-law and our uh, youngest daughter, and uh, we're going to be doing some stuff there and hopefully going to meet with uh, Congressman Dan Bishop on Thursday morning. He's doing an incredible job from North Carolina and uh, trying to see if we can uh, see my buddy Mike Johnson, Congressman Mike Johnson, while we're there as well. But gone for a couple of days, planning on Patrick Chris Connell being back on tomorrow. He's here locally in Raleigh at Cross Assembly. He's guest hosted for me many times. So we're working on that, uh, but I'll be back on Thursday, God willing, with Theology Thursday. So, uh, Barbenheimer. So, I just, let me just throw this open to you if you happen, happen to see Barbie. Now, if you want to call in and give your review of Barbie, the Barbie movie, anonymously, I guess I would understand that. Uh, if you took your daughter or your wife or your granddaughter, if that's the case, guys. Uh, but still, I'm curious because, you know, Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro and all the other conservative pundits, of course, immediately, it's just a big anti-man woke nightmare. But that that's how they sell subscriptions to the Daily Wire or whatever. So I always take that with a grain of salt. I don't I don't know that I would go to the big theater to see it. 
Uh, I'll probably watch it one day with our daughter or daughters, maybe at the Thanksgiving. I don't know when it's out on Amazon or whatever. Uh, but I am curious, did you see it and what did you think? Is it just as big hate-mongering against men woke nightmare or maybe you thought it was cute and entertaining? I don't know. Did you see Barbie? So I'll open the lines for you if you'd like to call in. I'm just curious. I'm not <laughs> going to attack you one way or the other. Don't worry about that. Uh, I don't do that here on this show. There's plenty of other places you can go and watch that kind of stuff. Uh, but not here. I, I try to be a good neighbor. 866-348-7884 is the number. If you saw Barbie, just curious what you thought. 866-348-7884. Hey, Steve. Isn't this a Christian talk radio show? Uh, yeah. I'm just curious. Relax. We don't always have to be swimming in the deep end of the pool. But but maybe you want to go there and you saw Barbie. I don't know. But I'm curious if you saw it. Well, is it the big woke nightmare that uh, some Republican or conservative pundits are saying it is? So give me a call. Let me know about that on Barbie. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. Or did you see Oppenheimer? Uh, hopefully you heard me talk about the whole show on that subject on Friday. So if you did see it, hopefully you weren't uh, caught off guard by the uh, nudity and the few sex scenes that are in there, which I think was totally beneath Christopher Nolan. Really disappointing that he did that. Added nothing to the movie and uh, and thought it just took away. So stare at your popcorn for three or four minutes. But but did you see Oppenheimer, especially if you saw it on the heels of me doing the whole show on thermonuclear war and just war theory on Friday? Uh, curious what you thought. So Barbie or Oppenheimer, if you saw it over the weekend, I would love to hear from you today on the show. 866-348-7884. And your review might help somebody else. So don't hold it to yourself. Uh, you can play uh, uh Siskel and Ebert. Remember those guys? 866-348-7884 is the number. Or 866-34-TRUTH. 866-348-7884. Or 866-34-TRUTH. Again, uh, like the third biggest box office weekend in history. I do want to touch on something that uh, Glenn Beck set this up and milked it pretty good on Friday. When he was taught, you know, that's like, hey, get, uh, get a new subscription to The Blaze and use promo code DUMPFOX. Dump Fox. So he teased this up all Friday morning about breaking news on Fox. They were giving Fox till 10 a.m. and then 11 a.m. to respond, and Fox didn't. And, and it's really, this shows you what's going on. There's, there's the front-facing part of Fox, what you see on the air. And then there's what's going on behind the scenes with uh, the next generation of leadership at Fox News, which apparently is going pretty crazy left. So at Fox News, and this is true at a lot of corporations, you can, your employer will match some of your donations. So if you donate to a, a charitable cause, they will, uh, in some cases, will match your donation. Fox does that. So they'll match up to $1,000. So if you donate 1000 up to $1,000 a year, they'll donate to the same cause that is near and dear to your heart. Do you think Fox should police that at all? Should they say yes to some matches and no to others? I think you would assume they would say no to some, but apparently not. So three shocking charities, quote unquote, that you can give money to, and Fox will match it if you're a Fox employee. I'll talk about that. But did you see Oppenheimer or Barbie? I'd love to hear from you too. 866-34-TRUTH. 
Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Doing some math. Thank you, Peter Coogan on Facebook Live. Doing some math, realizing uh, what a big ask I'm making because this is so funny about uh, uh, radio and people calling into radio shows. And, of course, we're on Facebook Live, so I've talked to you guys on Facebook Live and Rumble all at the same time. Uh, when you're uh, kind of nutty like me, you can uh, – Uh, You can do a bunch of different things at the same time because that's kind of how my brain works. But anyway, uh, he's like, well, you know, how many of you raise your hand? Obviously, I can't see. Raise your hand if you don't like public speaking. Okay, that's most hands are going up right now. So with uh, public speaking, like calling into a radio show, Rush Limbaugh used to talk about this. Only one in a thousand people feel comfortable doing it. So let's say at any time. Uh, we're on 30, 31, 32 stations. Let's say there's 10,000 people listening. I have no idea if that's accurate or not, but we're just going to use the number. That would mean out of 10,000 people, only 10 are actually comfortable picking up the phone and dialing. 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. Or 866-34-TRUTH. Like if you saw Barbie over the weekend. Or if you saw Oppenheimer over the weekend, I'd love to hear your review of that. What do you think? I know what Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro think about Barbie. I'm just curious. I haven't seen it myself. I don't know if I will. Uh, my assumption is from pundits on the right that it's just a big woke, night, woke nightmare attack against men, of course. Uh, but they're selling subscriptions and getting attention. And so I, I always take all that stuff with a grain of salt, uh, even from, quote, unquote, our side, my side, the right side. Uh, but did you see it? Did you see Barbie? And if you did, that's fine. Call in. I'd love 866-348-7884 if you saw it. Maybe you took a daughter, granddaughter, whatever the case. What would you think? I'm just curious. I'm trying to decide if I want to go see that. I'm sure my 18-year-old daughter would love to see it again. Uh, but I don't know that I could sit through all that pink. Or maybe you saw Oppenheimer since I spent so much time talking about it. And that subject on Friday would be curious to see what you thought about that. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. It was a blowout at the weekend cinema. Um, third, I think third or biggest weekend in movie history because Barbie did $155 million, Oppenheimer did $80 million. I mean, even Sound of Freedom, an incredible movie, which we've talked about several times, uh, did $20 million. They're up at $125 million now. I think it only cost them like 15 to make, so that was a huge win for Angel Studios. Although, remember... The story of Tim Billard, Bullard, whatever his name is, the guy behind it, Operation Underground uh, Railroad, which is is like we talked to our buddy from um, Lantern Rescue a couple weeks ago. They're doing some good work. They're bringing some the, some attention to the issue of uh, trafficking and especially child sex trafficking. But Tim, the guy behind it all, is a major, major Mormon, and they are using all of that to, you know, push some Mormonism out there. So a, an incredible temporal in the here and now effort unfortunately because it's mormonism on the backside of it all uh some eternal damage can be done to say the least so just remember that eyes wide open but certainly appreciate sound of freedom doing so well and ringing the bell on that terrible subject Uh, but did you see uh any of these i'd love to hear from you 866-348-7884 
888-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. But only one out of a thousand people are comfortable calling. And how many of them uh, saw either of these movies? So great point, Peter. I'm kind of trying to uh, strain a gnat <clears throat> through or strain an elephant through my throat. So it's not so easy. I was mentioning Glenn Beck on Friday, who was uh, talking up. So at Fox News, you, you know, internal website, they use Slack and all this other stuff. So an internal website, you can't find this if you're not a, a Fox employee. But they have a, an app that they use where they'll match up to $1,000 a year for your donations, charitable donations. You would think, since you're uh, still generally known as a, the, the one big conservative news outlet, kind of mainstream, that you would have a problem uh, with employees that want to uh, get you to match donations to places like, I don't know, Planned Parenthood, Planned Butcherhood, okay? Or the Southern Poverty Law Center, which would call most of the conservative hosts on Fox News Nazis, fascists, whatever. So the Southern Poverty Law Center, they're totally nut jobs. And then the Satanic Temple of all places. So... Glenn Beck's executive producer, who used to work at Fox, got some information from inside Fox. And sure enough, on the Fox internal website for all their employees, they'll match up to a Fox News. Fox News Corporation will match up to $1,000. You donate 1000 to Plan Put Your Hood, they'll match it. You donate another 1000 to Southern Poverty Law Center, they'll match it. You want to donate $1,000 to the Satanic Temple, they'll match it. Is that nuts or what? That's nuts, right? So th that's why, if you noticed, the uh, on Friday they were when they're selling subscriptions to the Blaze. They're like, use the promo code Dump Fox. Now you know why. What you do with that is between you and uh, whoever else is in your household that might watch Fox and the Lord. And but it just tells you where Fox is headed, which is why places like the Blaze and the Daily Wire and and other, other alternative media uh, are just growing because even places like Fox are, because of the leadership there, uh, are changing. So keep your eyes open and just realize anything that is of this earth will be tainted in one way or the other. Uh, this, this came out on Friday. This will be interesting to watch. And something to pray about. Boy, do we need to pray for justice and truth in this country. Trial in Trump classified documents case set for May of 2024. Could you imagine that? Next May, a year, ago, a year from now, uh, the month before the Republican National Convention. And that's when uh, his trial over his alleged mishandling of classified documents is supposed to begin May 20th next year. Uh, Trump's lawyers had resisted setting a date, but said any trial should take place after the November 2024 U.S. presidential election. And when she's the front runner for the Republican nomination, a Trump spokesperson said the trial schedule, quote, allows President Trump and his legal team to continue fighting the criminal case. A spokesman for U.S. Special Counsel Jack Smith's office declined to comment, of course. Trump was, uh, was indicted on June 8th on charges that he unlawfully kept national security documents, yada, yada, yada. So we'll see what happens there. But keep your eyes on that. All that stuff's going to factor in as we move into primary season. Next month, the Fox debate. Uh, most, of the Republican, most of the Republicans fighting for the Republican nomination will be there. Trump will not. Trump should just go dark for a few months. Hardly say anything. Let them fight it out. Stay out of the melee. We'll see if he's capable of that. But I... I if I were advising Trump, <clears throat> I'd be like, he doesn't need to go. He's got nothing to gain and everything to lose. So he's not going to show up at that. Uh, does that matter? Mm, I, 
it matters to me as a voter. I'm like, come on, dude. Get in there. I know you can handle it. But he's playing a, a bigger game than I am. So we'll see what happens there. But that's something to watch. And then this, this the, the ongoing Biden crime family story. This one just came out uh, early this afternoon. Hunter Biden's friend to tell Congress, then VP Joe joined dozens of Sun's business meetings via phone. Devin Archer, a former best friend and business associate of Hunter Biden, taking a little trip to D.C. this week to the House Oversight Committee. This was a wild story or just accurate. But today, which makes it wild if you're, you know, normal like you and a little bit like me. We'll go there next when we come back. This is. Welcome back. It's Steve with the Steve Noble Show. Uh, yes. Okay. I got to do the Hunter Biden thing. And then uh, Kamala Harris serving up a mighty dose of salad because uh, she was in Florida opening her mouth, and which never makes any sense. So if I have time, I'll get to that because she's down there. They're just going ballistic because Florida under DeSantis passed the whole uh, yeah, we're not teaching the 1619 Project and CRT and all the woke stuff. Sorry, guys, we're not doing that down here. And they're going ballistic like he's denying, like they're like they're Holocaust deniers denying that slavery ever happened. Uh, oh, the 1619 Project, that's the Bible. And so if I have a second, I'll get to that. Uh, thanks, Don, for shooting me the note on that one. Hunter Biden's friend to tell Congress, then VP Joe, joined dozens of Sun's business meetings via phone. I, more and more people, I, I was listening to uh, Bill O'Reilly on Friday, and he's like, he doesn't think Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. Health and this kind of stuff. We'll see. This, this is just fascinating. What's behind door number one? What's behind door number two? What's behind door number three? I have no idea. But the Lord does. Isn't that great? So don't lose your junk over this stuff. Remember that uh, God still rules the universe with his feet up. So even this story, Devin Archer, doesn't surprise the Lord, a former best friend and business associate of Hunter Biden in Ukraine, is expected to, expected to testify under oath to Congress this week that President Biden met with dozens of Hunter's business associates while he was serving as vice president between 2009 and 2007. But, but Mr. President, that, that, I'm sure that doesn't mean you actually had any conversations about it. Just because you're in the room doesn't mean you're part of the conversation, right? So he says he never had any conversations with uh with his son about business stuff. I never talked to Hunter about this stuff. Hmm. Well, Devin Archer seems to take a different position. He was subpoenaed by the House Oversight Committee and could testify as early as this Thursday. Archer, who's 48, is expected to tell the House Oversight Committee about meetings he witnessed attended by both Bidens, Hunter and Joe, either in person or via telephone. During the meetings, Hunter would specifically introduce his father to foreign business partners or prospective investors. Archer is expected to testify. Of course, that's the whole hook. You pay me $85,000 a month, Burisma, to be on your board, and I can get the old man on the phone. ET phone home, right? We are looking forward very much to hearing from Devin Archer about all the times he has witnessed Joe Biden's meeting with Hunter Biden's overseas business partners when he was vice president, including on speakerphone, the committee said in a statement. Uh, Representative James Comer, who is making the White House apoplectic, 
Joe Biden, this is what he said. Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said he knew nothing about his son's business dealings. I think that's becoming self-evident. Evidence continues to be revealed that Joe Biden was very much involved in his family's corrupt influence peddling schemes, and he likely benefited financially. This includes deals with a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch and a CCP-linked energy company that generated millions for the Bidens and undermined American interests. Archer is expected. Listen to this. This is just so juicy. Archer is expected to testify on specific examples of the elder Biden getting involved in his son's business deals, including an evening meeting in Dubai on February uh, on Friday, December fourth, twenty fifteen, which ultimately saw Hunter Biden meeting with Ukrainian energy company Burisma owner Mikhaila Zlachevsky and calling his dad during their conversation. Hey, let me speed dial dad here. At the time, Burisma was paying Hunter $83,000 a month to serve as a director, Devine reported. According to Devine, Archer, who is also a director, is expected to testify that the call between Joe, Hunter, and Hunter's business partners came after he and Hunter had didn't follow the bouncing ball here, had done dinner with the Burisma board at the Burj Al Arab Hotel, which is really cool in Dubai. Archer and Hunter reportedly left the meeting and traveled to the Four Seasons Resort Dubai at Jumeirah Beach. They live large. When Vaden Pazharsky, a senior Burisma executive, called them and said Zlachevsky needed to urgently speak with Hunter. This is what you pay for. This is what 83 grand a month gets you. The two Ukrainians then reportedly joined Hunter and Archer at the Four Seasons, where uh, Pazharsky specifically asked Hunter, can you ring your dad? Hey, what do you think Joe's doing? Hey, check, check, find my iPhone. Where's your dad? Uh, I think he's in the garage by the vet, working with some boxes. According to Devine, this is just wild, isn't it? Devine, uh, Archer is expected to testify that Hunter called his father, who was in Washington, D.C. at the time, you know, he was the vice president, and introduced the Ukrainians by their first names. Then the younger Biden emphasized that the Burisma executives uh, need our support. Hey, Dad, these guys need our support. Sure, son, I'll, I'll listen. That, that's what 83 grand a month gets you. Access. Access. It's all who you know from salvation on down. That's just part of the game, right? Pretty wild. All right, over to Kamala Harris and some of her intellectual salad. Intellectual and vocal salad. Categorically false black member of Florida curriculum group fires back at Kamala Harris's criticism. Don't you love this? I love seeing... A brave African-American person who's intellectually honest, willing to come out against somebody who actually isn't an African-American. She's an Indian Jamaican. Uh, but but to set the record straight, even though he's going to get probably this guy's going to get blasted from the left, because apparently if you're an African-American, if, if you do anything against the Democrat Party, you're an Uncle Tom. It's really horrific. I hate that. A prominent civil rights figure who helped craft Florida's African-American history standards. So this is. <laughs> This is the guy that actually helped make the standards that DeSantis et al. are putting in place. Has blasted Vice President Kamala Harris's assessment of the curriculum as categorically false. See, sir, you just don't understand Democrats, apparently. Doesn't matter what the facts are. Ideology trumps reality. I've said it a million times in the last four years. Dr. William Allen, former chairman of the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights, so probably a little bit uh, ahead of Kamala, says Harris was way off when she claimed in a speech last week that the standards suggested slavery was beneficial to black Americans. Quote, the only criticism I've encountered so far in the new curriculum is a single one that was articulated by the vice president and which was an error. Allen, who is black, told ABC News footage 
uh, touted by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, the press secretary. As I stated in my response to the vice president, it was categorically false. It was never said that slavery was beneficial to Americans or to Africans, said Adams, who was on the working group that helped devise the curriculum. Wow, you mean there's an African-American expert in uh, civil rights that was actually on the commission down there in uh, Nazi land, apparently? Uh, Yes. The the Florida Department of Education unveiled its revised instruction standards for African-American studies last week, which is why all the Menzas on The View went ballistic. That's just another bastion of um, um, remarkable ignorance. (laughs) How those people even have a job just tells you everything you need to know about the American public. The state had – it's sad, isn't it? Pray for our nation. The state had previously rejected a pilot advanced placement course on African-American studies because of concerns from the DeSantis administration about discussions of communism and authors who wrote about so-called critical race theory, among other gripes. Florida's African-American History Standards Work Group was tasked with trying to help rectify those concerns. Shortly after the new standards were revealed and approved by the Florida Board of Education, a major state teachers union railed against them. Of course, you have to. It's part of the Democrat talking points. The Florida Education Association issued a lengthy statement alleging that the new standards require middle school students to be taught that the experience of slavery was beneficial to African-Americans because it helped them acquire skills. (laughs) Oh, this is a reference to a benchmark clarification in the new standards that says, quote, instruction includes how slaves developed skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Like once slavery was uh, eliminated, most of them became sharecroppers. And now that was a raw deal. Study that. We talk about that in U.S. history, my noble youth school class, U.S. history. That's a total raw deal. It's just they're just a slavery by another name, sharecropping. But it, they did earn skill. They did learn skills, and a lot of them utilized those skills uh, later in life. Okay, but it's not saying, "Hey, slavery is good for you." No, it's just a statement of fact. They want to replace history with lies, said Harris, whose boss, President Biden, is running for, uh, for election while DeSantis hopes to face off against Democrat candidate. Right. Blah, 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 blah. In the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery, the Veep claimed. Wow. Pretty funny. I did uh, put this one up the other day on Facebook. This was a <laughs> pretty major little tweet from Ron DeSantis. The Harris-Biden administration is obsessed with Florida, yet they ignore the chaos at the border, crime-infested cities, economic malaise, and the military recruitment crisis. Maybe if Biden's granddaughter moved to Florida, he'd actually visit her. <laughs> Ouch. So there's a, little, there's a little kick there in Ron DeSantis, apparently. You get the joke, don't you? The Bidens will have nothing to do with Hunter's uh, illegitimate child with the stripper even though it's their grandchild. But they're paying a lot of attention to Florida, so maybe if said grandchild lived in Florida, they'd pay attention to the baby, too, who I think is now four or something. There's that. This is the other thing I put up, and then we'll go to break, and then we'll talk to David Fisher in the last segment. Hunter Biden's lawyer spotted using bong during visit from President's son. That That's not the Babylon Bee. That's not some meme factory. That's real. There's a picture of Hunter Biden's lawyer lighting up a big bong on his balcony there in California while Hunter was there. But I'm sure Hunter didn't partake. It's sad, isn't it? That's why you pray for those in authority over us. I would include, let's pray for the Biden family.
Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Good to be back in the studio. Back is doing better, praise the Lord. In case you heard about that, I was not doing well with that last week. And uh, off to Washington, D.C. in the morning, be gone for a couple of days. And uh, look, lo and behold, there's the Dow Jones Industrial today. Up 183 points, S&P up 18, NASDAQ up 26. Hey, let the good times roll. No problems out there whatsoever. I don't even know we, why we bother talking to you, David, because everything's just fine. David Fisher, <laughs> Landmark Capital, LandmarkGold.com. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, and you sound so much better. I'm don't glad I? to hear that. Yes, yeah. praise the Lord. Thank you for Fantastic. praying and checking on me. Yes, thank you. Uh, God is good. So uh, before we get into all this other stuff, and there's always many things to talk about. By the, I was listening to something the other day, David, and people were talking about uh, how often the Bible talks about money and possessions. I think it might have been Sunday in the service at church. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we talk to David every Monday because this stuff is all over Scripture and we need a lot of help with it, which is why we always appreciate you being here. But start starting with Scripture, let's go to the uh, – this is actually – I don't think I ever shared this story with you. The book of Nehemiah well, – we're going to be in chapter 1, verse 11. The book of Nehemiah if, uh, turned my life around in 2004 – I was just minding my own business and running my little small house painting company. You know, it was pretty big for a house painting company, but it was the book of Nehemiah uh, on a Saturday wow. night revival service that uh, made me put a little piece of paper on the, the pulpit uh, in our church, Bayleaf Baptist Church here in Raleigh, the next morning. This is Sunday in like March of 2004, on which I wrote, and it was like a six-month program, but we had a revival service at the end of it, David. And I literally wrote down, this, I'll never forget this quote, uh, to be more outspoken for God's truth in the public arena, and I put it on the altar. And three weeks later, I was uh, in front of a group of 350 people out of Raleigh City Council Chambers, and everything else went from there. And that's how you and I got to know each other and radio and everything. But it went back to Nehemiah. Wow. Well, this this verse is taking on a whole new meaning for me <laughs> then, too. <laughs> I see why I had to choose this verse today, then. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, so Nehemiah yeah. one eleven. we'll start there as always. Says, Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this your servant, and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. I was the cup uh, bearer to the king. So when I I've read this verse many times, and I used to be in full time ministry, and my I'm kind of like Paul the tent maker now is how I see my ministry. Yeah. Um, I was up visiting my mom in Washington, north of Seattle. It was her 80th birthday, and I was doing some public speaking while I was there. And um, but, but anyway, after this, after I spoke, this young lady came up to me, and she says, "Are you David Fisher?" I go, "Yes, I am." She says, "Oh, I got to tell you, my dad wanted me to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you, for being a worship leader up in Washington. One service." that you led, he gave his life to the Lord during worship. And I wow. said, wow, thank you. You've made not just my day, not my week, not my month, my year, yeah. and maybe more. That's just awesome news. And and it just remind me of this prayer that I used to pray. It's, Lord, be hear, hear my heart, Lord. Touch your people, whatever if I was speaking or ministering. And so why am I saying this a little personal example that that the word of God does not come back void. It touches Amen. people. Amen. And 
I know your, you've touched so many lives, Steve, and I so appreciate your heart, your ministry. And those that, of us that get the, the, to be in the shadow of it or get the blessing of being on the other side hearing you, I want to encourage those that are hearing my voice. If you're, the words that you say, even though you might be talk, not talking from the pulpit, you're still the salt and the light, and you're That's touching right. lives, That's right. and you don't know what the fruit is, but still ask the Lord to be attentive to your, the words and impact the words with the power of the Holy Spirit so that other lives would come to know Jesus Christ. Amen. That's exactly right. I love this prayer from Nehemiah. And just, just boldly saying, give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. This is before he's going to go in and see the king and ask for the opportunity to go back to Jerusalem and uh, survey the damage. And then, of course, you get the rest of the book of Nehemiah, which is amazing. But we're all, we all need God's favor, and we should all ask yeah. for it. And, and you don't have to run a precious metals company like David. You don't have to be on the radio or teach like me. Yeah. Everybody's got a pulpit. Everybody's got a sphere of influence. And David, everybody, I can, I cannot touch your sphere of influence. You can't touch mine. And neither one of us can reach the people that everybody listening and watching right now can reach. Everybody has a place on the wall. I've been saying yep. that for years. That's out of Nehemiah. It's such a great word for all of us. So as, as usual, praise the Lord for that. And thanks for sharing that. So, uh, Commercial real estate, we've talked about that. I've, I've talked to my brother about that, who, who's a very successful broker. My Our oldest son and his wife live in San Francisco, and that's a train wreck out there, commercial Ooh. real estate. So so what's going on here? Because this is a big deal. Yeah, this and just uh, you brought up the Dow. Ten days in a row now we've had the Dow. Well, today's the 11th day. The Dow is up year-to-date 6.3%. Mm-hmm. They're making a big hoopla on it. Um, gold Gold is up. 7.5 percent there's still kind of poo-poo the idea so just as a side note i find that ironic but back yes. to commercial real estate so i've been saying morgan stanley that this has been saying that there's going to be a 40 percent drop in real estate prices all because of the bad paper out there because of buildings not being fully occupied the cat is out of the bag the door's been swung open it's now happening didn't think it'd be this soon but uh, here's a, a note from Wall Street. It's called, it says, it's just beginning. It's structural, not a temporary blip. A crash in the commercial real estate market now is happening. He's citing Baltimore. A property was just dumped 63% below values. Wow. Uh, it's Goldman Sachs just came out and said, expect another 25% drop in values. Terry Harrington, he's the real estate commercial developer, broker in that area. He said this is the latest fire sale that could indicate more panic selling ahead. Uh, 2019, San Francisco office building was just sold 70% this year compared to what it was bought in 2019, 70% lower. Fortune is saying $800 billion of office spaces in nine cities could become completely obsolete by 2030. It's not just the commercial real estate in, in uh, uh, high, high towers. Here's 19 hotel properties now defaulting. Columbus, Ohio, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona, Flagstaff, Las Vegas, Plano, Texas, a couple places in New Jersey, a lot of places in California. The, the, the hotel chains are courtyard residents in Embassy Suites. Wow. 
uh, Marriott. It's just the whole slew. 19 of them. And here's a billionaire who made his money in the commercial real estate. He says we're in a Category 5 hurricane in real estate. It's just starting. There's going to be a blackout. And Morgan Stanley says by 2025. by 2030, $2.5 trillion of defaults will happen in the commercial real estate loan area. That's unbelievable by 2030. That's just, yeah. So that's why we have to pay attention to these things because you got to kind of pay attention to what's happening on the horizon. We have to trust the Lord, obviously, and pray about it. But, Ben, we need to be educated, which is why it's so important. I, I'm, so, so the bottom's falling out of the commercial real estate market. We've been talking about that for a while. I wanted to jump ahead here just for the sake of time. Uh, yeah. But but if you have now you've got a, a a new gold backed currency coming out, which is the exact opposite of that situation where you actually have something that has something solid behind it as opposed to the commercial real estate. Anything going on with that? What's what's the latest with that gold backed currency? So it is it is going to happen on August 22nd through 24th. Now, the currency experts are coming out of the woods talking about it. Here's one guy, Doug Casey. I've watched and listened yep. to him and I've read his newsletters for decades he says this it is going to be an international currency and you won't have to use the dollar anymore he says the fact that the dollar is accepted everywhere allows the u.s government to do all kinds of things and roughly 800 billion dollars is exported annually but yellen and Powell, perhaps now finally they are seeing the writing on the wall with an interest payment of a trillion dollars they will now see the government will need to borrow money just to pay the interest on the debt. That is pretty much game over for the dollar. He's saying you're going to see massive amounts of dollars coming back to the United States, causing massive inflation, higher prices. And he says gold is just going to make a big run. It's cheap right now. He says buy physical gold coins. This is not a guy who, who owns right. a gold company. Right. And uh, eight, eight central banks bought the most amount of gold they've ever bought this last month in May, or excuse me, it's reported now, the May holdings. Um, huge buying going on in gold. In fact, the World Gold uh, Council is saying central banks added 24% more gold this year than the last year. Wow. They're going to add more in the next 12 months, and they're saying the next 12 months after that even more. So there's a big run on big international level yeah. towards gold. Yeah. We have a big dollar problem. That's why you got to call and learn about some gold and silver. Yeah, I remember that because these, these these big groups and these big moves into gold, that's not speculation. These aren't some day traders out there. These are some of the biggest uh, financial movers and shakers on the planet. And that's why it's important to have this education and this information. David, what's, what's the best thing to just get started, just kind of get up to speed on how this works? Just give us a call, 844 604 2575. We don't bite, by the way. 844-604-2575. Landmarkgold.com. Awesome, David. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you for your prayers. I'll talk to you real soon. Thanks. Have a great week. You too, my brother. Bye. All right, pal. Talk soon. That was David Fisher. Landmarkgold.com, as always. Wow. (laughs) The U.S. dollar. Storm clouds on the horizon, friends. It's all setting up nicely. You should probably be studying your end times theology. When? I don't know, but I do know it'll happen. This is Steve Noble on The Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward.